Welcome everyone back to another episode of Landscurve Live. Landscurve Live. Working it through my phone. And for those who are here, if you are able, let me know if the sound is coming through correctly. Indigo King in the house. Mix genre fave, sweet D. Everybody's here. No, well, not everybody, but I know when you guys get here. And this was impromptu again. I woke up early off a of very little sleep to get up here and get some things done. And things are looking bright. Things are looking good. We'll be set long before the scheduled time. And I'm very happy about that. Yes. Not 007, but <laughs> Oh, Okay. Okay. Seven, 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 ninety-three, eleven. I got you. I got you. Okay, good, good. Thank you so much. I'm glad you all are here. This is actually going to be a short one, right? Since I'm here, I said, let me do a short one. We're going to rock later on and do some more stuff. But boy, we put in the work. I am so sweaty. I'm not even going to show my face. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I wanted to speak about uh, hip-hop music. Hip-hop music. And what it was and what it is. And this is a general overview. And what I might do is come on out here a little deeper so you can see a little more. If the wind is an interference, let me know because um, I'll go back in the doorway. I'll stand in the doorway. It's a little more, you know, just showing you the sunlight. A little rain came through really quick, like five minutes. It's been raining up here a lot, which is a good thing. But um, I wanted to speak about hip hop music and how it is not where it was supposed to be. I always say it. We always know it. It was um, hijacked, hijacked greatly back around 89, 1990. Yes, we had some good R&B classic music that came around after that time, but the original hip hop was hijacked and has been morphed. And it really pissed me off last night. I went on Melanin Envy and looked at uh, some of the uh, articles that were being posted automatically. And I did put a few uh, hip hop type websites up there because of the actual news that they share of that community, which I don't feel too close to. But doing what I do, I have to keep up with it. And I didn't like what I saw. Clowns, straight clowns. Uh, What's the woman there? Um, I, 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 the names don't stick with me because it's nothing that I really follow. But the woman who got shot in the foot with an altercation with a friend in some neighborhood, uh, her name is at the tip of my tongue. Anyway, I saw her rapping and performing, and I'm a man. You know, I don't like men. I like women. Generically, I mean, that's the way I'm made. No disrespect to Mrs. Skirt, but I like women. I'm not going to act on it, but I, I like that. But I don't like how, yes, 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 Megan, yeah, M Megan the Stallion. Yes, Hope Rice. Hope Rice, the only Rice I fucks with. <laughs> I felt like saying the F word today, but this is the back and you all will see. And, and you all saw the property and everything, so we cool, we cool. And like I said, we're coming along fine. And um, yeah, yeah. You know, I knew she had the hood in her. And I know a performance these days is larger than life. So I don't want to be the old geezer 
who stereotypically is knocking the younger folks from having fun. But if you're going to have fun, have fun on your own steam, under your own accord. Don't be used to stimulate and influence young ladies out here, which hip hop has done a great job in its present manifestation of ruining the minds of our young girls. Yes, there are other factors involved, but when you have a strong father and a strong mother or even a strong mother, I'm gonna call out Sister Hope Rice and I applaud her for the wonderful job that she has done with her daughter. And I'm not gonna tell more than that, I'm just saying, being there to not let anything go wrong. See what I mean? So it wasn't a situation where, oh, something went wrong and I had to correct it, no. I admire Sister Hope Rice and what she has done with her daughter. Because I know the fact is out here in the world, being in the world, driving that bus, working in the jail, and working in prisons, growing up in New York City, knowing the hustles, knowing what it is, being out there, but I wasn't a street guy. See, exactly, exactly hope. But taking that influence, which that was, there's a flash and a land on my hand, and my hand is holding the phone, and I almost dropped the bad boy, and that would have been it. Yeah, that's right. Jaguar Wright has been saying it the whole time. And people want to make her look crazy, but I know she's not crazy. But just like a father, a man who has been dealing with a woman, and it may not have been a committed, committed relationship, but it was a inferred commitment to a point that was nonverbal that sometimes and oftentimes the man will act like it wasn't a relationship, but he was getting the cookies, if you know what I mean. When she gets pregnant and he says, well, we never verbalized a commitment, but I'm going to verbalize a commitment to you right now. Where are we going with this? I don't believe in abortion. Where, where are we going with this? Now, I'm, I'm saying all this to make a point. You know how I do. And the woman says, well, I'm pregnant and I do have feelings for you. And maybe I may not have been ready all the way to be with you or know you all the way because we still got things to know and learn about each other and ourselves. But you know what? We have a child coming and you are a good man. And I think I'm a good woman. And, um, you know, I kind of feel I'm a good woman and I think we should move forward. Can you handle this? Can you handle the responsibility, you know? We're not living together, but for the sake of the child, this is going to force us with the incomes that we have to make it better for our child and to have a future. Are we going to be co-parents or are we going to be all the way? Because I think we were heading toward that, you know, but we have to say it now. We have, it's, it's, we have to do or die now. So he says, listen, I'm ready for us to get married. We were not all the way ready, but I think we're so close to the finish line that we can make it work, especially for our child, not just for our child, because I do have feelings for you. And I know down the line, maybe in a few months or two a year, I would want to marry you. There's still things I got to find out. Good. Cool. Um, they get ready. They prepare. They actually get married. On the strength of that. Why wait? Let's do it now. 
Let's work a little harder and see if we can get ourselves into a little home. But we'll stay here until then. If it takes two or three years, we can't do it before a child comes. Well, that's what we'll do. Now, let's swing it around to the point. Maury Povich with it. All of a sudden, the mother's in the labor room. The child is coming out. The father's all, you know, he's got his, what's his, his little, what's his name on and the gloves and the mask, you know, they have, how you have to do that. And the child comes out and the child definitely is not his. Definitely is not his. Complexions jump generations, we know that. But this damn near white looking baby with the features of somebody else, not even a mixture of them. And he's hurt, but he doesn't express it. But he says to himself, he doesn't want to make a noise right there. And the look on her face tells him everything. But that is not my baby. I'm willing to take a chance that it is and we'll do a DNA. He's thinking this, but he knows for a fact he is not happy holding that baby. The doctors think, well, aren't you happy? And he feigns happiness. But he's not happy holding that baby because he knows that baby is not his. John Public, Queen Red Pill, welcome on in. I don't know if I missed anybody because I was looking over at this scenery here on the top balcony. Let me back up a little bit and show you. Now, it's not, it's not painted. We're going to paint it the black and everything. We have tiles to put down so it's still roughed in. Let me just show you here. I ain't going to get too much into the tour, but here you go. Master bedrooms over on that side going in. And these are the bathrooms on the top. Yes. All right. Take a little peek in there. All right. So things are still getting roughed in, but it's happening fast. Let me focus on these words. Now, why did I use that comparison to a father who doesn't recognize what is supposed to be his child? Well, I'm not going to say I'm down with the original crews of hip hop. Okay, I don't know what the buffering's all about, but I'm up here, I got my internet close by to me, so I shouldn't be doing that, but it will buffer. Now, I don't recognize what I see as my kin. This thing called hip hop that you you just had a pad and a pencil or a pen and you wrote down lyrics. You had your crew. I was never involved in it, but I saw enough people around me at that time. For those who don't know me, I was born on April 8th, 1963 at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital in Manhattan on 168th Street and Broadway. Lived there till I'm five years old or five and a half years old. We moved out to Queens in 1968. Okay, so all up in the 70s now. I was 10 years old when 1973 rolled around, and I was 15 years old when 1978 rolled around. And I was right there in Queens. We traveled all over through the Bronx. And I had friends of mine who had little gigs. I was, but I must repeat, I'm not claiming any involvement in it at all, but my involvement was there as a spectator. There were countless hip hop groups and uh, wars and the Bronx and the turntables. I couldn't tell you because I really wasn't into it, but a lot of my friends were. So I was there. That's what I want to say is that I was there. It wasn't my thing, but I was there. 
And there were friends I had to help with the milk crates to bring their albums that they were going to scratch on and different things, the block parties and all that stuff. But I'm not going to sit up and say that I was down with any particular group because I wasn't. I keep it transparent, but that was my that was my root. That music, the mixing, you know, the turntables and my friends, that was all my root. And, and I loved it. And what I noticed last night, I'm just going to come into the doorway because the wind is a little bit a little more, and the phone was getting hot, so I think that's what made it buffer for a second. Um, <laughs> I see you, Indigo King. Um, but no, like a lot of these guys who are frauds, a lot of these guys who didn't grow up at that time, they're, they're, I'm not knocking the younger folks because they have their slice of that hijacked uh, bit of history, but the original, when it was just purely organic, there were really no guns and shootouts at those things. There was no tension like that. And it was beautiful. You might have had a couple of fist fights, not during, but maybe after with the crowds where somebody pulled up, but it was not the gunshot thing. The women didn't disrespect themselves. And what was considered sexy was something kind of tight. You know, your hair done. You had your door knocker earrings. And even in the original uh, manifestation back in the 70s before, fashion was defined like that it wasn't even like that it was really no dress code it was just come as you are in new york city i couldn't tell you but it and, and it's like well, why not well i listen we had such an abundance of of, of late night music with hip-hop with groups from brooklyn queens uh, staten island uh, the bronx you know brooklyn that were local and they, they, there was so much, like, really inexpensive, like, to get on. It didn't cost much to get on from what I heard. If, if you get on 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, we'll get you on. And you had these wonderful groups, man, with songs that would play for seasons. And, and you got to love them. And you can't find that music anymore. Maybe you'll find it on YouTube if you dig deep or you know what to ask for. But there's some songs I don't even know what to ask for. But it, but, but it was the essence of the music. And it spread beyond the city. And so even then, it wasn't, oh, this is just an exclusive New York City thing. No. Whoever loved the music loved the music. You had down south type stuff. You had East Coast stuff. Not as much, but you had their little thing going on. There was no venom. It was all love. But when Public Enemy came along and the groups that came along that made it conscious and expressed the way we felt in this society. It went from beyond our own little thing. Now they were noticed. Of course, we had Run DMC. And of course, some of the songs we considered hard. You know, it's like that. And that's the way it is. You know what I mean? Rock box, the king of rock. But it was it was somewhat commercialized. And, and no hate to them guys because they came from Queens just like me. We'd be all over. We'd see them guys. They were local dudes. We didn't think it was going to be anything big. Not that they didn't deserve that. You know the LL Cool J story where we almost got into a fight with him. I didn't even know who he was. He was a tall, skinny guy. I was very muscular at that time. Now he's muscular. <laughs> we switched places, right? But it's all love. We didn't know we were living in then. And we enjoyed it because that was our thing. That was our thing. Yes, Biggie, EPMD, a gangstar. Yeah, I mean, you all can't even better than me. I was just in the music. I was there. I was living life. And some music, because to me, it was just like, oh, this is a local thing. Yeah, I remember your name. I remember your face. I saw you before, whatever. 
Lost Boys used to jump in my dollar van. I used to drive them all the time because they lived down by Rockaway. And I lived at 134th Street. So they knew the Sir Lance dollar van. So people that rode in my van, even as they, we got older, they all know me from part of that culture. And it was organic. And I'm going to tell you straight up, and I don't mean to just say it this way, but even though crack came into the community, 83, 84, whatever, they can say late 82, 83, whatever, um, there was some sweet music because that thing didn't take us all over. And before crack really saturated hard, which it did in the first year, we still had the remnants of the innocence of hip hop, the fun of hip hop. When you told jokes on each other and rapped and rhymed, it wasn't venom where I'm gonna meet you outside because you embarrassed me. The girls were there. I'm not saying girls like your little girls, they were grown women, but we didn't talk like, you know, it wasn't disrespectful to say, man, all the girls are because we were young. Now, this thing here, when the corporate bigwigs decided to come in because there was too much anonymity now um, and the other, I don't mean anonymity, I mean too much, um, this, this breeze is making me sleepy, y'all, excuse me. <laughs> there was too much fame and, uh, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for that sounds like anonymity, but I'll let that one go. We were getting too much attention without them having their hands in our affairs. You see, whatever we do, they got to have their hand in our affairs. They got to stick themselves in and we are supposed to bow down and know that they're the ones in charge and they know better for us. And so many of us did because they flashed the money. And the money wasn't because they love what we did. The money was to take us off of the mission. And I'm not speaking as though I'm some rapper, but the culture, I can speak for that and from what I saw. So there you have a lot of people in the modern day, oh, hip hop music and rap is the worst thing that happened to the black community. Yes, this child that I don't know. This thing that came out of the womb of the one that I thought I loved and it pluked out something different because you were laying down with the corporate bigwigs. So I have a connection to the name. You, you string together a lineage that really is a broken lineage because you morphed something cloned into our community with sweet beats, but they were poison in those beats. You understand? So we didn't realize what was going on then because we just wanted to make music. And I'm not saying myself, I'm speaking in general for those who are into it. And we who love the music wanted the people who were creative with the rhymes and the beats and the scratching to make music and put it on wax. And we, we celebrated on a uh, uh, um, video music box with the vid kid, Ralph McDaniels, Channel 31. Now, if y'all don't know that, you got to be from New York for that, right? Tri-state area. But the thing, it was a lovely time because we are musical people. Music is one of the closest things with nature that you're seeing now that will bring us to a spiritual level. Even if it was that innocent hip hop music, it resonated with our children and the grown adults. Now the icons who are still alive are my age. And I'm proud of that. But what I'm not proud of is those who laid down to procreate a poison for the ears and the mind for mind control and still call it hip hop. You don't deserve our last name.
you're a bastard child. Now, I would never say that in real life to a child because a child is innocent. But now you're taking our creativity as you always have done. You're taking things that we create. You're taking things that we, we, we invent. Every damn thing we have, you take it and lie about it and infuse your imagery in it. You can always find an Eminem if you prop him up enough. You can always find an Elvis Presley who took black music. My brother, my friend who I used to work out with, who has been on the show, but not on the show, but in the chat room, his father wrote several of Elvis Presley's songs. Otis, uh, what is it, Otis Stillwell? I think, it's, I think it's Stillwell because he had a different last name than his father. And every time my friend Mike would call his father who lived in Las Vegas, his father passed on now, Mike, he lives in Las Vegas now. But he would have on his ass machine some little rap like thing from the like, like 50s type, you know, that older music and stuff. And that would be the message. I was like, man, your father really likes that music. He's, yeah, man, he's big in music, but I never knew how big he was. Return to Cinder, my, my, fr my friend Mike's father wrote that. Google it. I believe his name is Otis Stillwell. And he was on a David Letterman show singing that song. And um, Don't Be Cruel, a black man wrote it. My, 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 my friend's father. I'm proud of that just off of hearing that. But he wasn't ripped off. He's a businessman. I believe it's Otis Stillwell. I keep getting, I know it's Otis, but Google that name. Put it on YouTube. Otis Stillwell, David Letterman. And he was there singing it better than Elvis Presley did, but he well knew the business of it and how these sharks at that time operated. But those involved in hip hop didn't have any elders to tell them that this was going to happen. So now it's, 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 it's used to have an effect with its life imitating art. They took what came from inside of our souls. And let me tell you, I'm from New York and I was from that time, but anybody who loved that music, I don't care if you came from the backwoods of Mississippi, Alabama, whatever it is, you black, you can, you're connected to that music. It's from your soul. So none of this thing where, oh, I'm a New Yorker and you don't know nothing about that. And you know, They've taken it and made it where we divided ourselves. We've been sprinkled like sprinkles on a cake all over the cake. The planet is the cake. They took us and sprinkled us like sprinkles. So we came out the same bottle as chocolate sprinkles, but because we're sprinkled all over the cake, we act like we're not related no more. So I do want to say that, that we need to use the music as the thread to connect us in our community again and not let this demon who took the music because he waved the big bucks. He, he promised to promote you. He promised to get you out there. And you didn't have any money. You had a dream and you've been going at this for a while. And you say, you know what? It can't be a bad thing. So he forwards you a quarter of a million dollars. And you've never seen that much money. And back in that time, it was more than your house. Your mama's house was worth. So you went out and got a big car. You didn't know no better. You went out and got the chain. You had a couple girlfriends that thought you were going to hit it big. I'm not knocking them. They wanted to have a, 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 a connection to you. So you had three or four chicks that had a baby by you. Now the money's gone. And only way you can make money is to perform live. 
but the record deal doesn't pay you that much and you got to pay back because you double dipped and needed more. So now you're a slave. So now you better put out the music that they want you to put out. Sure, they'll put your name all over and your face all over and it looks good, but it doesn't feel good because a lot of these guys are not making it as they should. You see what I mean? So there's something wrong with that. Why can't we benefit from what we create? And why is it that we're killing each other more? Why? Because with these beats infused with a demonic flavor, with lyrics, I heard a, a, I was on TikTok, and I don't feel too proud about that, you know, because um, eh, it's business as usual. You all know I use it for distribution. It's just a business with me, and I've had more time to myself now, now that I've been organizing myself better. And when we finally get to finish up here and live up here, I'll probably put out 10 videos a day, two or three lives. It's just as easy because I won't have to commute. My mind won't be all over the place and everything will be settled finally. And what I create, I, I, don't, I do not care if I don't get the enemy's money because I'm going in with the artwork. I'm going in with everything. It, it works. Let my people have it for free. I don't want their money. I'm not going to compromise myself. And my, the art that I put out from this point on is going to be revolutionary. It's going to be a mind terrorist type thing. They're going to come looking for me, the kind of visuals, because you can't shadow ban a damn visual. <laughs> I'm going to put my heart and soul into it because at this particular junction point in my life, I know where I stand. I'm not saying I know how much time I have left on this earth, but it's not the same as when I was 20 years old. So I got to be about business. I got to go all in. None of this fraudulent stuff. I don't care how many people take the oath, uh, uh, make the promise, take it up the ass. I don't know what they're doing, but they ain't going to get me that way. And I have a lot to say about that on a more private forum. But um, I don't know this child. That's not my baby. And many people who came up like me, who came up in the belly of that wonderful time of block parties and pretty girls and innocent trying to go over there and rap to them and talk to them and get a little kiss or whatever. It wasn't about anything decadent. As you got a little older, that was what you did. But what I'm saying is that that wasn't the push. I, I never knew that I would see a, a Megan Thee Stallion video and see up the crack of her ass. If she had pulled what she had on, which was a little string to the side, I would have saw her last meal getting ready to come out. Trust me, if she had pulled it to the side from the front, I could tell you how many days she was away from her next period. I shouldn't have to see that. If you are talented, we embraced you. Don't you know back in the day when we had a hit song? I could remember up into the early 70s and then even into the middle 70s. If you had a song that was a hit and people loved it, they never took it off the rotation. It could be two years. And you never said, damn, they still playing that song? Let me be your rocking chair, rock you everywhere. Let's get it on. <laughs> well, we had records. If you didn't have no disc to put in the middle, your record wouldn't play right. You had to have it in the middle. And those are the wonderful days where everybody bought extra chairs and had the red light in the middle of the living room. And somebody's grandmama was in the kitchen dishing out food. And we had parties that were fun and it ended up with a slow dance. 
even in the basement, even in somebody's apartment. There was no shooting out. There was fun. And then we stayed up late after that till daybreak. Maybe went to some, you know, Denny's or, or International House of Pancakes, whatever, and came back in. It was a beautiful time. You got up on a Saturday. You knew that party was going on. And when you polished your car or got yourself ready, you got yourself together, got your house right. You watched Soul Train. And then you went on to get that outfit and get your hair cut, get yourself ready. Whatever, whatever cologne you were going to wear. And you little women were doing the same thing, too. And they looked good. And so what? We didn't have digital cameras in our phones that we could send. We had Polaroids. <laughs> and half the pictures that we took, our eyes were closed or had a red beam in it. If you took it with a camera, you had to take it in to get developed. And half of those pictures didn't even look right. So you can position a picture now and get a picture perfect after taking 100 photos. You see what I mean? This was a beautiful time. We didn't depend on technology. We communicated with each other more. If you wanted to talk to a girl, you had to talk to her. You didn't just get a number and text her until you texted her enough with the right words to get her hot and bothered to have you come over that night. And when you get what you got, you don't ever see her again because there's no romance no more. And that's another thing. We never, we, we never called our sisters bitches back in the day. What? If you were somewhere at somebody's house or even somewhere by this block party and they brothers was there, you called somebody's sister a bitch, you got a, you got a dirt nap, y'all. You got a beat down. We respected our sisters. Even if we, as men, young men, kind of lusted after them, we approached them with respect. We never pushed up on them that way. Now, whatever you do as consenting adults is your own thing, but the approach was not that. It was always respectful because everything was family-based. Oh, yeah, they DJing over in so-and-so's, uh, uh, Mr. So-and-so backyard. Wasn't just, you know, just any old whatever. You were going to somebody's home. You had to ask permission. You couldn't just crash no party. Who's throwing the party? And you were, you were 15, 16. You had to get permission from the older for where you come from, man. Oh, 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 you, you friends with so-and-so? Yeah, he's good. Come on in, man. And they still watched you because they ain't know you. We didn't have to have security. It was a beautiful time. They hijacked more than music when they hijacked, hijacked, hi yeah, hijacked, right? <laughs> my lips are dry, y'all. I've been I've been sweating. I'm dehydrated like crazy, but I said I just want to get this off my chest. And of course, you know, I'll be doing a lot of these lives when I'm up here. But they hijacked so much more they pulled the rug from under our feet with this hijacking, corporate hijacking, infusing the beats, poison beats, the thoughts, the mind control, the ceremonies that they do over the music. And like you know, you all know who are close to me. I have somebody who is big in that industry. Will probably be on Oprah before the year is out. Just been there for a long time. Not some fly by night and we don't really talk we can't because of the things that i talk about and i'm glad i think we don't talk out of love because if i was known on her social media and they knew who i was and see how i talk well i would be the sacrifice and i'm glad because i don't want to be no sacrifice come for me like that trust me we're we gonna sacrifice each other <laughs> we'll be ascending together <laughs> but you might not be ascending i know i am but we lost so much that was the thing that got into the homes where, where other influences couldn't get into. 
we had good young ladies and good young men who may have, you know, they thought that the college way was the final way. I'm not knocking anybody for doing it that way or in a trade school. They're going about their business, doing what they do, and they hear this music on the radio. And slowly but surely, like that lobster or that frog in that boiling water, but it wasn't boiling. It just got warmer and warmer and warmer, and we were distracted and didn't realize we were in a pot being cooked. And we were mindless now. Everything brought down everything to the lower chakras. It wasn't anything like Republican Enemy, but they took the rage that we were beginning to have because of what was happening in our neighborhoods with crack to make us understand why it's that way, to educate ourselves, to arm us with knowledge, the, the, the weaponry of knowledge. You see what I mean? The weaponry of knowledge to know how to navigate the traps that they're setting for us. So now everything is effeminized. The strong black man is a threat to their hold on us and they're gonna get us through the music. Of course, they're gonna get us through the drugs. Of course, they're gonna get us through the movies and, and the television shows and the propaganda put out here. And if you're seven years old, you think you wanna be a girl and you're, 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 you're born a, a male and you think you wanna be a girl, then you have no right to stop them from that. This gender assignment foolishness Little Nas, little homo prancing around, acting pregnant, happy being incarcerated, pink jumpsuits. What kind of imagery is this? Satanic imagery. Lap dancing the devil. Is this entertainment or is it mind control to put something? Little kids watching this. Well, you know, look, they used to say back in the day with, with Lindy Hoppin and all of that stuff that, oh, God, that's that's the devil's music. And you're going in there and the girls are spinning and you see all the underwear and all that stuff. This is a whole different thing. This is a whole different thing. You, our minds are messed up to what reality is. And now we have the Internet to continue this thing. We can't stop the children anymore. They plant those seeds and other things grow out of it. You're a teenager. You have a sexual desire. It doesn't have to be a curiosity anymore. It doesn't have to be something you control anymore. You see it on your phone, in your bed, away from your parents or whoever's raising you, and you can see it all, baby. You can see it all and stimulate those feelings, and now you're sex-crazed. And now we got these older men out here who doesn't mind messing with a little girl or a little boy. What did they say? I heard one say, a mouth is a mouth. So they are so sex crazy. They are coming out and they always been there. There's always been those type of situations in our community, but they knew if they got caught, they was going to get that dirt nap and that beat down. But now they're freer with it because now a lot of the kids have passed by certain levels of their development and they're so sex crazed and the parents don't even know it. They're giving in. We have all these diseases out here. There's HIV still out here big time, but they're not talking about it. They're not talking about it. And I heard that there's some new drug or some new treatment that's possibly a cure for it. There ain't going to be no cure for nothing like that. You're going to put toxic uh, substances inside your body to negate something that was made in a lab. So your body is a battleground and you don't realize it. And politicians are posturing and religious groups are posturing, but we're dying. And nobody's standing up for us. Nobody wants to see what's happening to us on all fronts. It's not just hip hop music today, but it's a big part of the attack. 
It's the precursor to the breakdown of our youth. And this is not what I know. Like I said, that thing today is not my child. It's not our child. That doesn't belong to us. Some of the artists laid down with these corporate entities and, and pushed out something that, that is not part of us and not part of our community. Our community has been eroded for so long. As soon as they saw the threat of somebody speaking some true knowledge and, and something of truth to give to their people to arm them, like I said, the weaponry of knowledge. If I can make a title a thousand words long, that would be in there, but I only have a hundred characters with YouTube and other social media platforms. I'm sick of it because I see it. I see it just like I see the houses way on the other side of the mountain. In this particular part of the mountain, it's like a bowl. The real parts are on the other side and behind this house the same way. And then you see how high up we are. When I walk behind me and walk up to the road up over the side here, then you see, you see how high up we are. You see for many, many countless miles. And up here, you see the clouds rolling along next to you when the storms come. But see, we're so blind that we don't see that we're in a storm. We're dancing with a, with a kite in the air during a lightning storm with metal at the end, calling down our doom that we get shocked by lightning. We're tempted to take everything natural and make it unnatural. They take the beautiful woman's body and introduce it in a way that is so stimulating the young men can't help themselves and the women can't help themselves. And they want to twist the men's desire for a woman into that with a man. They actually lust after the next man. I don't know how, it's, how that's done. Is there something in the food at it's, it's school early on? Is it all these carbohydrates and starches that we're eating? All of this food dye? All of the atrazine that's put is, is a, a fertilizer and we're taking it in our bodies, a, a, a thing that has caused frogs Male frogs turn into females and lay eggs. I don't think we're taking that higher dosage, but that's going to help to push us that way. All of these spirits running across the earth, demonic spirits, entities that you can't see, looking to inhabit a body that's not on point. Because if you roll with what these spirits want, you tell them, hey, you know, somebody's knocking at my door. Somebody's ringing a bell. Do me a favor. Open the door and let them in. And that's what you're doing. You so hot to trot that you don't care who goes down on you. You so hot to trot and have money and don't know how to make it, even though this economy is stressed. We as black people always knew how to make money. I see it out here. They will take something, create something and sell it and make money and come back with a pocket full of cash. It may not be a million dollars, but it's enough to get them through to the next day. And since we're not unified anymore, we can't think, think collectively. We have this weekend mentality. As long as we make it to the weekend, we good. But what about thinking toward the future? People say, man, Lance, how did you do it? How did you leave driving the bus? You were making good money, but you weren't making big money. How did you do it? How did you and Mrs. Curve get all the way out there, and now you're chilling out there with a little more to go? Because we thought ahead of time. When other people were complaining about the state of how things were, I said, listen, let's make an ultimate sacrifice. 
Let's just make the ultimate sacrifice, cash out and go with a little research. Live below our means and sacrifice. But nobody wants to do that anymore. Nobody wants to sacrifice what's put in front of them from this version of hip hop music to go back to the old days, to reject the money that the devil puts in your face and say, you know what? I don't need all of these millions. All I need is my studio. All I need is so much to eat for the year, to take care of my bills and give me a little bit more security. And I will make the best music for you that's righteous, that's nutritious for the soul. Because that's one thing they don't want. That's why they dangle the money. And they want to overshadow anybody who is independent. You have independent artists out here who are putting out good music, but they're not supported. I would love to interview and have them come on the show, those who put out, and there are some out there. But in the whole storm of the corporate hip-hop, I just let it all go. I hear what they put in the music. I hear a couple of the old, old heads, and I hear some beats that are good. And it doesn't bother me now when I hear decadent stuff because I can listen to the instrumental version. There's a lot of good beats out here, but that's what attracts us because we're a musical people. And we're not paying the lyrics no mind. They have this auto-tune and the synthesized music. We don't know what they're saying. You might have some buckstrong dude in the background where you can hardly hear it. He might, somebody in the background saying, I want to suck a dick tonight. And this is for the dudes to hear. Then you have, yo, I saw a video of these young kids. I'm quite sure you heard it. And I don't know whether it was Chicago or New York, but it was four of them standing out in front of a storefront in the daytime. It was an overcast day and they were talking some gay stuff. And they were sucking dick, sucking dick. That's how I keep money in my pocket. You know, come on, man. And so you got these old men freaks who roll up on something like this and they like that. And so what do you think that some of these young guys who may be a bit confused because of circumstances, what they might turn to when they want to make money? Because half of the things walking around on the whole strolls across America look like women, but they ain't women. How the hell is that? That somebody would go out to pick up a woman for sex. I'm not saying that's right because that's been going on since the beginning of the time. But bro, if you feel that you're that desperate enough to go and you want to do that, I can't stop you. But God, dog, a man with a five o'clock shadow, buck strong, wide shoulders. Come on now. Eyeliner on, moaning on your thing. <clears throat> Big hands like you, like catches bits. How you get off on that? But they're pushing it. And you think that the world is crazy now. If you think that it's nuts now, we are planting seeds. No, not you and I in the chat room and listen to the show, but seeds are being planted now because they got this far. Just think how things are going to be 10 years from now. Just think how things are going to be when you, every time you see a child today in a stroller, a toddler, or somebody who's just going to school for the first time, look at them and, and, and really throw energy to them that they don't fall victim because the traps are set and they're out now. See, they weren't out before in 1990, but they were definitely in the minds of the people who run this thing. Now they don't care now. They tell you your child has a right to change his sex. And the next thing coming down the road, down the pike, is pedophilia. 
Yes. Pedophilia. I told you years ago when I was telling people, even before YouTube, I told friends of mine about the whole download brother thing. What you mean? A married man going to go and cheat with a man? And they kind of understood that it happened a, a little bit. But I was telling them how big and how, how it was. And they didn't believe me. And now that's nothing now. That, that, that's part of the fabric of our toxic community now. You have a young lady go out there and she'd be a nice man and they go out to dinner and they now have been dating a couple times and things are getting hot and heavy and a little serious and now they have to start asking each other questions. What do they start asking them? What does a woman now ask or infer? She wants to find out. Do you sleep with men? Have you ever slept with men? Let me know. It's getting a little windy out here. Windy out here. I mean, a storm might be coming, but anyway, it don't matter. And like, you see, see over the hill? You won't see it. All of a sudden, you see these black clouds coming over. <laughs> you run inside and slam your door. But I love it. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Right. Exactly. What about this? One margarita. I'm going to open my legs. Give me two margaritas. I'm going to give you some head. Exactly. Three margaritas and give you the anus, too. And they have to men. That's what they want. Open up a vagina. That's a damn shame. But in the dating, many women that I know have confessed to me that that is a question that they want ask straight up because it's too real you know what i mean exactly always believe your intuition even when they say no you ask them but at least they know you ain't down for that at least when crap hits the fan you can say i asked you that you lied to me because this is your health and especially if you want children or already have children this man's lie may get you HIV and get you out of here. And, and he don't give a damn about your children being raised. This is, see, this lust thing is a, that's a whole other, and I, I promised to um, do that show and I didn't do it on Sunday. I don't know why I was so tired or what I've been beat. I'm, like I'm up here now, we work from early today and um, probably tomorrow I'm gonna come up here and take, up, take care of some business, but we're gonna roll tonight. We're gonna roll tomorrow. We're gonna do a little open mic show, which I'll probably make alternated between a joke night and storytelling show, telling you stories you never heard about my life and all who want to chime in. But we call it whatever we call it. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be straight fun. No pressure. But that's the bottom thing. But munches, exactly. That, 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 like Fleece Johnson, that's all they want. And that they want it from a man. Like, like a man? Come on. Whatever you do to a woman, whatever, whatever. But I'm saying a dude? You booty munching and balls is in your nose, man. Come on, where you get this from? Cause and effect. Everything that is happening is happening for a reason. It is engineered, and your enemy has engineered it even better. So imagine what 10 to 15 years is going to look like. And we forgot it was 22 years that the World Trade Center came down. And we know that was an inside job. Then the internet boosted up social media, smartphones, and we've been zombies ever since. But we're going to get even more zombified because people say, oh, I don't want to go into the metaverse. That's bait and switch. You're already in it. Take somebody's phone away. It's like taking a bottle away from a baby. But you grown adult can't get away from the phone. We need them. We use them because it makes it easy to check our bank accounts and different things and FaceTime our children at the daycare, whatever, whatever. But overall, we got to get back to where we were before. I don't mean regress. I mean, go back and advance 
to the past, all those good things we had. When we ate dinner together, we had cookouts together, we had family prayer. No matter if you were going to church or not, you had that feeling of being connected to a family, whether it was your DNA family or not. The different groups that you were in, the different circles that you were in. That's why the suicides are going up so high, because we're isolated. COVID jump-started that stuff. Now we don't even expect much of a smile, now that we can see each other's face. They gave us a little break. They're going to bring something back on us, and it's going to be more deadly, right? It's going to be what they put out there. They're going to call this something else to give you more poison to kill you. People are dropping dead now. Just some people's systems can endure certain things a little longer, but it's all because of that. I ain't going to talk too much because they're going to ban this. Like they banned me off of Twitter yesterday. <laughs> I came back with another uh, account. They say I couldn't, but I did. The, the call letters are Melanin Envy, but it's at Scurve Media. So whichever one you can pull up. I don't have no followers on there. I don't have nothing. It's okay. It'll build up again. And I, I jumped on a new one called uh, Threads that Facebook is putting out. And that's a Twitter clone. So I, I'm on there. Just started over there. I'm going to work on those tonight. I decided to go back and blitz everyone that I can blitz and just go off. Time to go out flaming, guns blazing. Damn, he's 80 years old. He's still doing this. Damn, man. He's still up in the mountains. Yeah, we can't touch him. <laughs> he's shooting down drones. <laughs> he's a crazy old man. But yeah, that's the thing. You know, exactly. Uh, uh, Make sure I face. And the other day in New York, there was a dude rolling around on a scooter, randomly shooting people. Not even like a type. One old man, one white lady, one black lady, this, this, and that, just rolling around and didn't get caught for a while. Openly doing it. So we don't know the spirits of these people. We don't know what's inside the minds of these people. And we got to stay connected to the source. We have to realize that this is an illusion. This is just a part of our existence that we, there's so much more. But we are being evaluated. We, we, we are being tested. This is an, uh, it's like an entrance, entrance exam, right? So I'm not saying, oh, just be nice to people and just let people walk all, all over you. No, you are a warrior. Warrior kings and warrior queens. And you have a set of rules and laws and morals that you have that you're going to live up to. And you're not going to compromise. And this is why we have issues with those in power in the world, because they want to break you down and have you take your strong, beautiful selves for their pleasure. But they want to be a God beside God, and they're not. This place, you know, people back in the day who, who you know, look, let me tell you something. I'm not a Christian, but I got to give the Bible its props. It's predicted. All, I'm going to say it this way. It predicted all of this shit. Now, some people say, well, the Bible might have been scripted out and they planned on doing this so that they, people will believe that there's a, you know, whatever. But, yo, it's, it's kind of uncanny because when you look at it, when you look at it in just a short few years, I'm running around here still feeling like a little boy. I, don't, I know I'm a man. Now. I'm not saying I'm a boy. What I'm saying is that I have the youthful enthusiasm and I have not been crushed in my spirit. So, therefore, to me, the passage of time it's something wrong with it because I still feel good. I feel good. But I'm not worn down. I know I'm older, but it didn't get me. And that's the problem with those who have the light inside of them. It didn't get you and crush you when they see you walking proud in your light, mighty in your light. 
mighty in the truth, not just your truth, but the truth. They have to crush you because you're a threat. Because you might influence other people to get connected connected as they should be connected. And they don't want you to be connected. They want you to be hedonistic and pleasure-seeking, not paying the things that are righteous in your mind, which the righteous way is the best way. Who said that you know, you're on this level and you're righteous and you get with somebody righteous and you make a commitment? Have all the freakishness and do what you want. You can get it. You can eat all the good food that you want. Who wants Fruit Loops every morning? Why don't you get mangoes and watermelons that are not GMO-free that will clean you up and give you the energy without giving you the sugar rush? Getting up early in the morning, not uh, late, late, late like I do, but it's not because of a hangover. I'm just saying people drunk all night, they wake up all late. They don't get a chance to enjoy the beauty of a sunrise. Sunrise on the beach. What's up with that? All these natural things that are better for us that keep us living longer and keep us looking younger for a very long time. You're right, Indigo King. They want us to compromise, but never will for them. I stand on that. You can't make me like your sick demonic ways. I'm good. That's right. That's right. Wow. You know, these things, as I see the passage of time, they really kind of piss me off. Kinda, it really does. And I'm sick of it. And I'm not gonna sit here and just rant away without, you know, being effective in what I'm supposed to do, but it's supposed to be a collective effort to fight against this. So every movement that I have, every thought, every creation, everything I do is gonna be very efficient. You know, yeah, some people will go to the gym and say, ah, oh, tonight we're gonna go and eat some pork and drink and whatever, whatever. And they do this every night and wonder why they don't make any gains. Your life has to be like a focused laser and you can get so much done. Of course, now I'm not going to be so strict to say you can't have a cheat meal with still good food, <laughs> right? And some of us have to work up to that because we're not where we should be. Not only expect you just to change right away, but know where the high mark is and, and aim toward that a little bit every day. Because the aim of the system is to degrade you and take you from a high vibration or potentially high vibration to bring you down to a low vibration. Therefore, you are no threat. No threat whatsoever. That's just the way it's going to be. So my thing is no matter what, this life is not super long. It can feel long if you do the right thing. Ascend to what is right and don't let this place pull you down. We know there's an illusion to a point, but there's a part of it that while may, it may be an illusion, it's a very effective illusion. I think there's a storm coming. So look up over there. No, you don't see it yet. I, I want to. If I'm ever up here and I see those clouds coming like that, those black ones I tell you about, <laughs> I'm gonna go live. It's gonna scare the mess out of you. I love it. But yeah, it's getting really windy. Can you hear the wind? I'm in the doorway. Always behind me on the top floor. Right. So I'm gonna kind of sink in a little bit and get away from this wind. See? Oh yeah, perfect spot for breathing exercises. Yes. Yeah, D. Griffin. And I'm sorry if I didn't get a chance to greet everybody because I was kind of zoned out and wanted to get my thoughts out and look over you know, the horizon and everything. But um, it's, it's, we have to know what is real. Okay, I was barfing a little bit. I am going to get off another minute or two. So I don't know if that's best signal. 
power will do things up here that have a super strong signal that I'll never get the buffer or the power outages again, right? So anyway, I'm going to wrap this down. And um, I'm just glad that I said 10 minutes, right? Of course, I can do it again. So I'm going to sit down for 58 minutes. But it's all good because of being with family. I always like to constantly touch down with you. And you all keep me in check. You know what I mean? No, seriously. Because I'm not going to sit here. Oh, Sarah, hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's finish building. This is our home. Everything is so much more. Some stuff I want to the But, yeah, we, we, we have to make a choice, a conscious decision on how we're going to vibrate each day. Yeah, sometimes a person might cut you off on the side of the road while you're driving and give you the finger, you give them the finger back. Look, I have no problem on giving the finger back. You come at me in an evil way, I'm, I'm going to smash you, but I don't, I'm not going to walk around toxic and puffed up from that exchange. You have the right to defend yourself because when you look at it, you can't let people walk over you on a spiritual level. You can't. The bottom line is that look at the mirror. Look, if you lose your life or lose your focus, you could be living, right? Or, or you can be alive and not living. If you lose that, look how many people depend on you. Think of the people who are going to be crying and missing you. So when you see somebody get murdered or you see somebody get hooked on drugs or not live up to their potential, that is a living murder. And there's so many people that are hurt for that because every child that was born, no mother said, you know, my son, I'm so proud when he turns 17, he's going to be the neighborhood crackhead. He's going to be gay and giving men head. They think the most for them. They say, hey, I might be in a bad situation or I may not be in the best of situations we're living, but I hope for the best for my child and I'm going to do everything I can to make it better for them. So if you're removed from that now. They're victims to the system and what's out here. You see what I mean? So you, 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 you can't let it happen. No. We're going to head out. I'm probably going to do like a 15-minute little thing with Mr. Scourge while we're up here. Maybe we'll come up here tomorrow. Maybe we won't. It depends on some other factors. I still want to do some things where the sun is up, get freshened up because I'm sweaty. It's like I just jumped in a pool and came out with my clothes on. So I got to change back into something else, some shorts I had on and stuff, you know. But anyway, I just want to say much love to you all. My, my voice is always because I was beating it down yesterday and I'm beating it down now. But it's, it's worth it. Just got to get a little liquid because my lips are dry and um. If I get enough sunlight, we don't do anything else. I will try to record a little something on the rooftop. But when we move up here, it'll be up here. These railings will be black. Down here will be tiled up nice. And the other side, a little bigger. We have a balcony below us. For those who don't see, that's where the kitchen is going to be. And it goes under. Then there's a carport under there. So there's levels up in this bad boy. You know, the sun's out bright. And, um, we got stuff to do. But that's it. Oh, you walk in here. I don't know where Mr. Scurve is. He's still got more work to do. There's my little private balcony right there. Wait. Nah. Anyway, look at how beautiful it is over here. Just, this is my get naked uh, balcony. <laughs> get naked. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen. We're going to head out. I'm terribly hungry. All I had was like a little vegan, little vegan, little something, little, little sandwich, a little smoothie. And I had three hours of sleep. And I was tired. I was hungry. I'm like, man, I, 
I'm going to kill some food tonight. But thank you all so much. And I'm going to get ready to go. And um, it's been a pleasure. Sarah, may nobody sees you on Facebook, but I'm just letting everybody know you're there. I'm glad that you're there. And whatever you come on, trying to come on on, uh, on what you're calling on our YouTube, right? So I'm going to explain with the melanin envy. I still have to make an explanation page, probably with visuals that you can see how to register, what to do, whatever. Um, that's a labor of love that's going to take a long time to build up. Um, the other platforms that I'm going to be on with social media, some old ones that I forgot about, had to sit up for an hour last night. And did you forget your passcode? You know, and I had to go in and find those again. And, you know, you'll see those on landscurve.com um, in the upper right-hand corner, like a little below the header. And so many more that I put up and connected to. Didn't have to, but I did. I just want to bring everything back and make us have some fun and keep us inspired and motivated and aligned because there are a lot of forces that are out here coming at us. And we can do it in a fun way, you know, doesn't mean we can't laugh in the trenches or the bullets fly over our head. But the bottom line, we have a sense of connectedness that even when we go out into this world, it can sometimes make us feel lonely or devoid, or vo devoid, <laughs> what was I thinking? A void of um, righteous people who think right. We can always come here. You know, and there are other platforms that are good too. You know what I mean? Because we each have, or have connections. I'm not the only person out here. We're all connected to something. But I want to do some interviews with like really good people that bring good knowledge and stuff. So if you ever see anybody you want to have interviewed, get the contact information and send it to me and I'll reach out to them and get them on. I want to bring those back again, you know, as well as some of the Zania guests that I've had on just for a laugh, you know, cause I've done some wowsers in the past. <laughs> Don't know how I kept a straight face, but anyway, let me get ready to go. And um, we're going to get down later on. And I have um, my camera here. If I see anything unusual on the street, I'm going to whip it out. That didn't sound right. I will pull out my camera <laughs> and begin to record. Anyway, much love to you all. I will see you in a few hours. You never know. Might be sooner. Peace. To the head. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Can't be a real, might get you canceled. The whole system need to dismantle. Coppers treat it like the utmost warning. Trying to rule the block, but don't know what goes on it. News got a story with a new take on me. Carrying out the window with the screw face on me. But I know that God love me when my burn. 95 degrees and I can't get sunburned. Wonder when your government don't make me legal. Burn the whole city if I can't be equal. Get off my please, Brad, I earn that. 400 years, how you still ain't learned? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do, way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real.
just a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Shout out to the trying to gentrify the genre. Tell them free my middle finger to your honor. In the days coming down the seconds on the timer. Goofy still trying to purchase that designer. About to buy learn to grow my own food. Cause I don't like the look they give me in the whole food. And when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. But it ain't on me now, I'm limping cause my heavy. But ain't sweet, think we thin. My whole attitude on MC Ren. It's my neighborhood now, Bob, I bought that. 400 years, how you still ain't caught that? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do, way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. And the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby.